This is a Heart and Hand production. Welcome back to another edition of the Crow Pod, the short well, version. Well, well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, it, is it canon? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, we might have to. This is this is like fan fiction version yeah, of the Crow Pod here. Yeah, <laughs> that, this is like, you know, one of those ones that's, that, that doesn't quite count. This is um, Terminator Genesis. <laughs> David's here, Todd's not. So. No. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And don't get yourself set for the next day and a half because you're going to be yeah, disappointed. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that no, either. We're not, we're not yeah. doing that either. We are on Friday. Yes. Yeah, Todd, Todd's, Todd's away for a couple of days and then Thursday, of course, with the football. Um, so, we, so we're going to hold off till Friday. So you get regular Crow Pod service on Friday. Today, you just get me and David answering all your questions mm. of, of which of which are we playing. Fuck it. Let's, let's just go. Yeah. Let's go here. Andrew wants to know. What's had the greatest longevity? David's commitment to healthy living, uh, my batch of tamales, or Don McKay's CEO tenure? Yeah, um, look, it's not my fault the healthy living thing crashed and bombed. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 you know, the, the doctor told me to eat better and avoid stress. Well, I was doing all right with the first one, but the second one got spectacularly fucking exploded. So uh, <laughs> I just got, yeah, I kind of lapsed back into, into just eating. Although I found a, I found a good thing um, that, you know, to, to help because I just never have any appetite. But Guinness have brought out Guinness 0.0. Yeah, so I saw no, that. Yeah, I'm no in, alcohol. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm interested in that. Well, I'm, I'm I well, it's been a long time since I'd get, but I couldn't have told the difference. And I think a few of the blind tests are, are saying that I don't think it's. It, I mean, it is absolutely as I remember Guinness, and it pours it the same way, it drinks the same way. Um, so, in case anybody's worried, that that's not a sign that I want to drink anymore. Trust me. Um, <laughs> if I wanted to drink, I'd be drinking. But it, it's more just. Firstly, Guinness is one of the few alcoholic taste that I did actually miss so it was nice just to be able to do that but the other thing is is you get all the the calories and that you know the thickness <laughs> of it but without without being pissed the funny thing is is I got it right and Saturday night I thought I'll just sit and you know maybe maybe have one or two and, and see what happens so I, I drank two of them and then I was fine and went back out of the juice and I thought see if I could only have done that with the real stuff yeah <laughs> Then this life would have been a lot simpler. Yeah, I saw somebody posted it. I, I, we're not getting it over here. It's either till much later in this year or the beginning of next year. But I'm right. thinking like the like the six thirty a.m. kickoffs and stuff like that. That'd be mm. ideal. Uh, you I know, mean, look, honest to goodness, uh, I tried it, and as I say, I mean, I spoke to to my wife first, and I said, "Look, if you've got any worries or concerns, she went, no, it's just like having a mocktail when we're out at dinner, and it, and it yeah. is, you know, it's not, it's it's about the taste, um, and I, yeah, I, I don't, I've never alcohol free lagers, I've, they don't taste right to me, um, right. so I've never really been into that. I'm quite happy with my juice, but I thought, yeah, I'll take. But honest to God, I poured it and I went, well, it looks like the real thing. And then I drank it and I, you know, I let her try it. And she went, I honestly couldn't tell the difference between that and and the real stuff, um, except 
it, the only thing is that you can have a, a couple of them and not stink of booze, obviously. <laughs> so that's nice. You know, you don't, people couldn't come in and go, wow, I smell drink. She said that to me a couple of hours later. She said, oh, did you not drink them? I said, yeah. She's like, there's no smell off you. I said, it's the alcohol that smells. It's not, the, <laughs> it's, it's not that. So, so yeah, but, um, so I'm well, keeping I had, Cali to, I, count I had up. tamales for dinner. So, see, we from we that both... badge. Yes. Your tamales did outlast Dominic Mackay. <laughs> Just unbelievable. They genuinely there, there's a, there's did. a chance of my tamales seeing 10 in a row for us. Yeah, before. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I think it, it, it caught us all by surprise. Uh, we know this pattern, Shane, don't we? Going back a few years now. We oh, yeah. know this. The yeah. after five o'clock on a Friday. Oh, it's always when you want to release your uh your key always a good sign. Yeah, always a good sign. And a chief exec coming in, uh basically not having time to get his nameplate made and then heading out the door again. It's the banter years. When they grab you, they grab you and they spin yeah. you right round like a record baby. And you know, the things when you run well and things are going well and you you've got long term plans that you you generally stick to, there'll always be forks in the road, then you're fine. But when you start making mistakes, and they might not get you straight away, it might be a year or two down the line, but when they start to come home to roost, then it's difficult to get out of because you're actually building on mistakes. So they just begat other mistakes, and that, that yeah. appears to be what happened here. It's just like a snowball of mistakes shit. Just yeah. rolling it, downhill, picking up more mistakes. It also doesn't <laughs> help. It also doesn't help when you bring a guy in to replace someone and the person who you're replacing is still there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the background. And, and, his, and his kids are knocking about all the time. Yeah. Get the jab. <laughs> and the, there's a guy, it reminds me so much of, for those of you who like wrestling, it reminds me so much of Vince McMahon. The writers say that they'll sit and they'll plan out a, you know, a six-month storyline. And then in week four, Vince just changes something on a whim that completely fucks it. Um, and that's what happens with Desmond. When you've got someone who has the ability to override any plans on a whim uh, or to get involved in stuff he really shouldn't have been getting involved in or told that he got involved in transfers of all, you know, yeah. directly, then, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I would imagine Joe Hart was uh, a Desmond venture. <laughs> Uh, McCarthy in my, definitely the way was. Robbie Keane was. Yeah, McCarthy, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's his. You know, he likes signing. Understandably, he likes signing Irish international players. But um, James McCarthy still hasn't made his debut because, of course, he's injured. Yeah, yeah. Poor boy. Uh, let's see. Who are we going with next? Who are we going with? Next? Gavin Riddick. Watch the uh, Inside the President's War Room documentary about how Bush reacted on 9-11. What president would have dealt with that day the best and which one the worst? Oh, that's a great question. That's not bad. Yeah, well, that's, that's a genuine. Um, that's, a, that's a thinker. Um, uh, it's a tough one. I think the only near equivalent, and of course it was different because it was uh, a military target, was, was Pearl Harbor, obviously. Yeah. Um, but they they kind of knew that war was in the post, yeah, so it, was, it, yeah, it wasn't about. wasn't such a shock. Um, Lincoln would probably have been the best, wouldn't he, in terms of temperament, in terms of just I think so. Calmly, I, I, I kind of 
Lyndon Johnson, I think, would have dealt with it pretty fucking well, you know. Yeah, um, <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt would have went over and fought himself. He'd, he'd have signed up. He'd have been, you yeah, know, he, 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 he would have fought the right guys. <laughs> we, we wouldn't have spent 20 that, years in a war in a country that had nothing to do with it. That so. that was the drawback, yeah, I'll, I'll grant you. Um, that, that was the mistake. What, what did we just talk about? Mistakes? That uh, when, when you build on mistakes, then it's hard to get a stable foundation. But yeah, I mean, I think Lincoln, and it's kind of cheating to say Lincoln because, you know, he has the number one, but I think Lincoln, as you say, I think Roosevelt would have been a good one. He was desperate to be a wartime leader. Um, uh, who else? Yeah, well, we should probably look at the wartime leaders, FDR and Wilson. What's your thoughts? Um, I mean, yeah, those two, FDR. Wilson, obviously, would have had his wife making the decisions for him. So. For a large part of it, yeah. yeah that's, that's fair <laughs> enough. Any other kind of less glam ones or the less well-known ones that we could? Uh, Polk probably be in there. Polk would good. have been good. Andrew Jackson would have been fun, though. Andrew Jackson just whooping ass. Fuck. <laughs> Can you imagine Andrew Jackson with a, a runaway military budget? I mean, that, you know, uh, that would have been good. That would have been good. But uh, in terms of the worst, um, we got to go with Buchanan, I think, because he faced a challenge and, uh, and yeah, ran away from it. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to close my eyes and put my fingers in my ear and go la 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 la, la <laughs> until I'm out of office and then I can't be blamed for anything. Yeah, so, you know, because uh, the knee-jerk reaction is always going to be Trump, but then you got it just how bad Buchanan was. Mm. It's, it's... Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. Trump might have been bad or so might, you know, Carter or whoever, you know, Nixon, depending on who you don't like in your politics. But every one of them would have done something. Yeah. Buchanan would have kept reading to the kids, got on his plane, and then went to a bunker and hid there until the end of his term. Andrew Johnson would have killed every Muslim person in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. For for fun. Um, you know, before, before anything happened, the, uh, the racist prick that he was. Yes. I think you're right there. Oh, uh, this was a good one here. Fred Fred wanted to know, you got to field a a good Rangers 11 from any era, but all the last names start with the, the same letter. So I, I, I tried doing a little bit of homework, like two minutes before we got on. I think I'm I'm okay, although well you, you'll see some of the issues with the team here. Now up front okay. I'm good because I, I got Jimmy Smith and Colin Stein. I'm I'm okay up front. I think okay. we're, we're gonna we're gonna score goals. Midfield, good players, not all in the right spot because I got Dave Smith, Nigel Spackman, uh, Sunis, and Alex Scott. Oh, that's good. Again, I'm, I'm pretty happy. And then across the back, same thing: Stevie Smith, Jack Shaw, Jimmy Simpson, and Gary Stevens. I'm okay. I had to put Shagger in goals because I honestly can't think of a goalie with a S um, who even played. Steve Simonson. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but I would rather have cancer. So uh... harsh, but, but fair. <laughs> harsh, but completely fair. forgot about him. Fuck me. Yeah, deliberately. I think we all had yeah. to. We? It was like yeah, a willful process. Oh Our mind those... wipe is yeah. is probably what we all had to do for that. Uh, I mean, I can just think of Cammy Bell waving at crosses, you know. Mm. Let's... Yeah, no, <laughs> let, let's. Cammy Bell's just a name that's caused nothing but trouble in Rangers history. I think it's it's fair to say. <laughs> oh God. Uh, let's see. 
new subscriber, Wooly. Hi. There's a lot of those for both, you know. I, I I had some aims. Oh, you got. Oh, you ready? Go. Yep. Um, McGregor. Yeah. McCall. Okay. McCoist. Yeah. Mackay. Yeah. And then I got confused and started to to run it because there must be loads of M's. But then all I could think of was a house. <laughs> it, it was, like when my teacher, when I was a wee boy, said, "Draw a picture of anything." And she got thirty houses because you just your mind goes blank, you know. First like, place you go to. What is it? Uh, trying to think. Oh, no, Ed, uh, you could get um, Jimmy Miller. Yeah, Jimmy Miller. That's a great one. Right. Uh, Michael Moles. Michael Moles. Could be a very attacking team, but but, but okay. Well, uh, but, but then you got Craig Moore, and you can literally play him in any position, as Walter Craig, showed Craig, us. So, uh, yeah. Craig Moore. So no, it's I think that. That the M's, you know, there would be a lot of a lot of joy in there. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Davy McFarlane on your sub in the nineteen eighty six League Cup final, so he could go in. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think Colin McAdam, Neil McCann, Neil McCann. So yeah, I, I think M would be a good one because of Scotland and Nick. Um, yeah. I thought that that might be Davy McPherson and back It'd be all right with his hair. Yeah. Magnificent flowing See? mane of his. Yeah. We were actually talking about this in one of the shows this week that on any other era before this transfer window one, as soon as Philip Hellander pulled up on, on Saturday, Rangers would have signed Hart Central Defender. <laughs> Didn't matter who it was, that was just what we did. Probably sending a, a fullback that doesn't play there. Yeah. And bringing in their centre half. That that was it was like a law for about thirty five years. It's like <laughs> one of the defenders is injured. What are you doing? I'm phoning hearts. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh man. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Where was I? I had one. Oh Wooly. New subscriber, he says. Hi Wooly. Hi Wooly. Well, welcome to the fun. Uh he doesn't know if you're into baseball. I guess this is me. Follow the Cubs. So which member of the 2006 Cubs do you think would make it as a Rangers player in which position, and why would it be Javi Baez? Can I just say that the question to Shane of, are you into baseball, is like asking me, are you into Space Raiders? <laughs> it would have to. Javi Baez is the most entertaining. He's, 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 he's a Morales of Major League Baseball. He's by far the most entertaining player. Um, you never like he's always going to do something that is either going to drive you fucking mental or just blow your mind. Yeah, yeah, you love it. I I, 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 I went to watch it, or I was that it was like Cubs Cardinals, it was uh, it was an afternoon game. I think this is in 2017. And I just the only player I'd ever done this before with was Ichiro, where I just watched him. The whole game, mm-hmm. you know, like where he was in the outfield, what he was doing on defense, what he was setting up. And I did that with Baez. And it's like some of the shit that you like, how do you even think of that kind of crap? Like he's 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 playing the game, you know, at that kind of level. It's uh, it's it's very fun. <laughs> oh, I mean, as in, and look, you get these these guys in sport that have that. Alfie has that, that quality about him. Um, Cantona, I think, was a yeah. great example of that. Um Obviously, currently, you know, Ronaldo, Messi, just these guys that they're an event 
really more than a football player or more than a, a player in a team sport. Um, you know, cricket, you being both of them was like that, and th- there was always something, and there was the that's what provides, I think, electricity in there. The knowledge that at any given point, boxing and you know other combat sports, you guys like that. Um, every sport has them, and uh, they can't be manufactured. They just exist, and they, they sort of come up, and they have something that that no like. Was there a human being alive who didn't think Cristiano Ronaldo was going to score on Saturday? <laughs> You know, he fluffed like two chances before that too. So everybody's like, "Oh, the moment!" It's like, no, he's he'll get there. He's, he's, he's scoring. <laughs> he's he's gonna. Yeah. And then when it went one each, you're like, "Well, you know, he's getting the neck." Ah, there he there he's got it. There you go. Um, and I think that that's and again, Old Trafford. I don't think anybody's seen Old Trafford like that oh, since Fergie. Anyway, um, you know, it was just something different. And and yeah, you automatically think that. Well, they might win the league now, and it's not just because of signing Ronaldo and he is brilliant. It's because the rest of the players you can tell are like, I need to play better because I want him to think I'm a good player. Yeah, I, I, just watching, I mean, the way that team had to set up now is because you were already carrying, you know, one and a half other forward players, but you know he's going to do absolutely nothing out of possession. So it's like, not his job. No, nope. no. I did like Bruno Fernandez popping up with an absolute peach, as if to say, okay. "Hey guys, yeah. remember me?" Um, I, I, carry... I, I, I was the Portuguese guy. Yeah, like... carried this club on my shoulders alone for two years. Yeah, mind mind me, I'm still quite good. Um, so I thought that was quite an interesting moment because a lot of my new fans would have had Portugal flags beforehand you know for, for Fernandez and, and right. instead uh, they were waving them for, for Ronaldo but I just loved that it was a little of uh, you know I'm still here and uh, I, I thought that was a really kind of cool thing to do to just remind everybody that yeah we've brought in a headline act but there was one here already I I, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe how long it had been since he was there like you know because I was, I was it just seems like you know Couple of years ago, we left for Madrid. No, it's 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 been a minute. <laughs> well, um, I got an email the other day uh, to buy a Lemonheads album by the name of Lovey um, on vinyl, special edition. That's out the thirtieth anniversary of it, and I I bought that the day it came out. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not old enough to have bought an album that well, on my own, not with my parents. You know, the, with money I'd earned from a paper round. I'm not old enough to to have done that and to be sitting here today buying the 30th anniversary edition, but apparently I am. Uh, no, no, nobody told me it just happened. Well, see, I got. I, I think. I think with him, he's he's part of the. Um, well, just a problem for for us with football in general is that his his departure from United overlaps. You know, the beginning and the entirety of the banter years. So therefore, mm. I just it didn't happen. I didn't that's see it. That's a very good point. No, that's a very good point. It's, it's like, like we woke up and he's he's still there. Like every, yeah. everything's fine. You're right. That was a period in our lives that we just there's just this gap, isn't there? There's just yeah. this like you know that you can imagine it being a painting. Your life is a painting, and there's this long section of of just canvas, blank canvas, <laughs> and then it gets back into it. Yeah. So no, that that actually is a really good point because I think there's a lot of stuff that happened in football in that period that we just didn't have the capacity to take oh, in. Like, I'm still waiting. Like, Arsenal are still good, right? Like, that's... 
That's, that's that, that is back. a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Stu wants to know, is there a big decline in tabloids in the U.S. like there is in Scotland? He says, once a great source of sports news, sadly, just an embarrassment now. Uh, I mean, we don't really have, well, okay. Let's take a second with this one. I cannot build an analog, and this is someone, me, who spent 15 years as a journalist uh, in this country. I cannot build an analog to the way Scottish football media and just Scotch media in general works when it comes to this kind of stuff, because it would never, ever, ever happen over here, ever. Um, Why? Just it, it, because it's because it's insane. <laughs> that's not usually a that's not usually a red light for your country. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, the, the the closest thing, you know. It's it's like the right wing media hive mind thing, but dealing with something that doesn't fucking matter. You know, like you like like football is, you know, it's a stand in for obviously all the failings of schools and and religions and society is at large um, in Scotland for some reason, and that's just not that's not reasonable because. It's just football. That's it's a sport. Yeah, that, that's true. I've never, you're absolutely right. I've never ever heard uh, of somebody saying, you know, the New York Giants are responsible for crime in New York, and there's quite a lot of it. it just you're right. It wouldn't. Ha- nobody would say that, for instance. Well, you know, the New Orleans Saints are responsible for the response to Hurricane Katrina. It it just doesn't happen like that. So you know, I think that there is this thing in Britain, and I have a lot of fun with it, where we look at the US and go, they're nuts. But I think that on this occasion, you're allowed to look at us and go, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, well, you know, I think we had another question from a a regular listener. Um, Neil Buchanan wanted to know if Spears' Scottish football favorite were uh, found guilty of bestiality, what what would his defense look like? And it's, I mean, it's a joke, but it's true, because it's like, Again, this is a man who's gone out of his way to stick his neck on the line for two convicted pedophiles, mm. which is, as you pointed out last week, two more than most of us know. You yeah. know? Two um, more than I'd be comfortable defending, yes. Um yeah. that's that's you know, a little bit more than I would have than I would have thought. It's funny actually this week in his column, as he tried to backpedal furiously and say that um Actually, you know, this whole Twitter storm is is bad for everyone. There's no winners come out of it. It uh, wasn't that the week before. but uh, And he also had the temerity to say that we deserved praise because we were the only ones who'd handled it properly. And it's like, well, no shit, Sherlock. But again, where were you last week? But he actually, <laughs> he, he did, he, he genuinely put in his thing where he said, uh, you know, heart and hand don't like me. They'd gladly see me hung, drawn and quartered. And I thought, I wouldn't go that far. Hanging and drawing would do. <laughs> oh well and of course now we've had uh, I, I don't know is it like michael stewart somehow is able to elevate his game every single time he signs on the twitter it just gets dumber and dumber and dumber mm. and of course it's only a rangers problem despite the fact i'm sitting here looking at a collection of uh tweets and retweets from a from a man who's a youth coach with the uh the criminal 
Colts, who I think our B team is playing this week or next week. Um, that uh, you know, let's let's just say if they were a Rangers podcaster, they, they might end up on the on the front page of a of a of a newspaper. Yeah. Um, but apparently, you know, because he's not a Rangers fan, uh, it's all okay. It's all okay. It's all okay. Yeah, I mean, Stuart is just, and it, it, the, Stuart's one of these people in life that have a double-edged sword problem. And the first bit is they're not as clever as they think they are, and the second part of that, the the, the sort of corollary to that, is that they're too stupid to realise that they're stupid. Yeah. Um, and that's why he get he keeps getting you know torn in knots and uh, ripped apart because of that, because he is 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 stupid and. Again, I I think it's legit to ask, why is a guy with his football career given such a prominent place on the, you know, such a prominent platform? And it, if yeah. it's about the fact that, oh, you don't need to have you know, been successful to be, then why is it always ex-footballers? Yeah. You know, shouldn't it be a man in the street? If the idea is that it's not about what you achieved in the game, Great, bring in ordinary people rather yeah. than rather than these idiots. You know, I mean, who would you rather listen to, him or Gabriel Marcotti? Right? Right. It's not even it's not up for debate, is it? <laughs> who knows more about football? It's again, it's not up for debate. Well, it's just the endless stream of slavery. I mean, it's just oh, and, and, and I mean, you know exactly what it's going to be. Too. I mean, it's like he's got a little spinny wheel with only four possible outcomes, and it's like, all right, well, we're going to talk about the. Uh, Protestants today, or fucking uh, the government. There, well, they're, it's just uh, you know, and, and he's trying so hard, too hard, too hard to get that space in, in government. And 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 if you can't get like, you can't make it as a counselor in that party. Mm. Fuck me, man. No. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I did like actually a, a response from um, Muddle Fraser, uh, a conservative MSP over here. Said to him, uh, "Well, you never know, Michael. One day you might make it to Parliament, and we can have this debate." And I thought, "Oh, that's a brilliant head, Pat. <laughs> that's a sit down, son. Um, if ever I saw one." Oh, so well, we had one. Uh, forgot who asked it, but what was the best goal we've ever seen in person? In person, wow, that's Jordan, uh... Jordan Spears. Best goal you've seen live? Uh... I think Paul Gascoigne's second against Aberdeen in 1996. The one, of course, where he gets the ball in his own half and he just keeps running and he keeps yeah. going and he keeps going and they're trying to foul him and he just will not allow it. Um, and then at the end of this, you know, people forget how quickly Gaza moved with the ball. I think, you know, the reputation and, you know, the... the the, the the lifestyle and uh, the kebabs and stuff. Gaza, when he you know when he was at his peak, I mean he could move, and he's running full pelt with ten minutes to go, the full length of the pitch, and then as a composure to calmly pass the ball into the far corner, it, it was just an act of of utter genius. And I think for yeah, I was there the night that the Rod Wallace goal against Dortmund. In a different way, that was. You were just watching it and thinking, wow. I'm also going to drop my uh, I was there card for this one. The <laughs> the second goal, Tav's goal against Galatasaray. Which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, mid, 
18 pass movement yeah. or whatever it was. Midway through the move, I turned around to Mark and said, see if we score for this. It'll be one of the best goals we've ever scored. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they, they went and big fat did it. Um, and it ended up the back of the net. So, but no, I think that Gaza one, given the significance of it and everything in the, the historic, that, that was one of those goals that nobody else could have scored, you know, yeah. just wouldn't have been possible. I, I I had a long think about this, and I had to go all the way back to high school because he didn't he didn't say for whom no no <laughs> the best goal he just asked the best goal, and I remember in high school I played with a guy Mike Cook and we were playing um DeKalb which was our rival, and he scored an absolute fucking overhead scissor bastard from like twenty three yards just nice. outside just outside the edge of the box into the top corner to give us the win one nil and like with. Three minutes left. And the assistant flagged for a foul because his, uh, I don't, you know, high, high boot, whatever, something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the referee went over and t- basically told him, uh, if I disallow that goal, they're going to murder me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. <laughs> Oh. I, it reminded, I still remember the best goal I ever scored, which was for my school team. And it was, you know, long ball played up to me in the edge of the box. And I took it down on my chest, you know, kind of shielding it from the defender. And then just touched it and touched it a, a little bit inside. So I was more central. Spun round and I went to hit it, right? Just a shot at goal. Wasn't placing it or anything like that. I wanted to get a bit of power because I was about 20 yards. It was just outside the box. And I still remember the impact that my foot made with the ball. It just caught it perfectly on the instep, laces the whole lot. And it was like Tav's goal at the weekend. You know, it curled, but it went up and over and it clipped the underside of the bar in the way going in. And I've been trying for the, the last 30 years to, <laughs> to do that again. <laughs> Never even got near it. You know, it I was just... I, I, I uh, it was playing in the... the, the this, this was in our club down in Knoxville, but like the, the non-competitive side. So it was, you know, like Sunday League. Mm. And we're all half-cut, drinking on the sidelines, probably mm-hmm. all over, you know. But I was they threw me up top, which I just don't do. I'm not built for it. <laughs> um but uh like it was a ball up over. Then I I controlled it left shoulder, turned through and caught, I mean, I could never catch a ball cleaner in my fucking life. And you know, I had that tailing motion into the upper right corner from like yeah. thirty yards. And I could I could have fucking retired right then and been I think, happy. <laughs> well that's it, because I think us mortals are given one of those. Yep, <laughs> and I think that the second after you do it, you should just walk off the park, say thanks, lads. Yeah, I now announce my retirement off. from yeah. all soccer, all football. I'll never kick another ball in my life because, as I say, I mean it was just a perfect connection. I'll never do it again. I never have done it again. Yeah. Um, it was just one of those things, and yeah, I I think as mortals get one, and of course the top guys can do it fairly regularly, as Tav proved. <laughs> Uh, last one here. Scotia wants to know, have you ever seen irrefutable proof that Michael Stewart is not Crazy Daniel? <laughs> I, I got to go to Ross Hendry on this one. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I have to dig out a Canadian. We, we well, he hasn't explain. denied it yet, has he? That's true. We haven't heard him deny it. Nope. So, I mean, until he does. Yeah. <laughs> well, that using his logic. Yeah, uh... exactly. So until until we hear a denial, then we can't rule this out. Well, uh, I mean, I need a statement. I need a program from Michael Stewart. 
to, to <laughs> deal with deal with crazy Daniel abuse. Uh, we can't be having this. No, so, no. I, I, it says a lot that that this comparison is a bit unfair on Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Just running around in a sweater, dressed like mm-hmm. Ross. Yep. <laughs> so it's, uh, I, I know who's coming out of this worse, and, and, and it ain't Stuart. <laughs> All right. Uh, the rest of the questions, we'll go ahead and save them for Friday. Um, when Todd is back to join us for all the fun. So He always has an uh, apology. Yeah, well... I mean, that's kind of the standard operating procedure. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, don't forget to update. I'll, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll do this today. Uh, so Friday, we'll pick the winner for the team sheet thing. Yeah, that was a good Since fun. we're actually kind of back to normal football and everything. So cool. uh, all you got to do, you got to add CurlPod to your podcast feeds. You can search it up on whatever you use or go to anchor.fm. Uh, backslash crow pod and just click on whatever one you use and it'll do the thing. Uh, and that's it. Go subscribe to heart and hand. David's there at Ibrox rocks. Thanks, David. Pleasure, mate. Thank you. Fun stuff. I'll see you Friday. And uh, yeah, God, hopefully, hopefully with a good result from uh, France. That would be pleasant. That would be nice. Be nice. Just, just to keep this role of fucking people's world yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be nice. Yeah, but uh, no, full 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 casting crew back on on Friday. Yes, yes. So we'll talk to y'all then. Bye. Some people call me the space cowboy. Yeah. That was a heart and hand production.